Welcome to The Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in chapters 41, 42, and 43 of Jeremiah, an interesting series of events that unfolds and reveals to us the heart of the people of Judah once again. You remember yesterday, Jeremiah was captured by Nebuchadnezzar's captain of the guard. His name was Nebuzaradan, and Nebuzaradan could see that God prophesied what would happen to Jerusalem, that it would be taken over by the Babylonian army, the Chaldeans, and he captured Jeremiah, but then he let him go. He said, you can go to Babylon with me if you'd like, and I'll take good care of you. Otherwise, you can stay here. If you stay here, you need to go stay with Gedaliah. Gedaliah was the guy who Nebuchadnezzar appointed governor over that area. He was chosen from among the people of Judah. And so we just saw God's providence protecting Jeremiah, providing a path for him, preserving his life. As many people are killed, many people have been taken away to Babylon, many have scattered to other countries, and still a very small remnant are remaining in Jerusalem. That's who we'll be reading about today. So a whole series of events happened between then and where we're at, where Gedaliah, the governor, is killed by a guy with some bad intentions named Ishmael, not the same Ishmael from Genesis, but a different one. And so the people of Israel, the people of Judah that have stayed in the area are concerned and they're trying to figure out what they should do. And they've got an idea of what they want to do. They're trying to ask God to bless their desires. And then we're going to see how that all plays out. So chapter 41, verse 17, and they went and stayed at Gareth Chimham near Bethlehem intending to go to Egypt because of the Chaldeans. For they were afraid of them because Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, had struck down Gedaliah, the son of Ahiakim, whom the king of Babylon had made governor over the land. So in other words, when this Ishmael guy killed Gedaliah, Gedaliah was one of their own. And so now self-governance is out the window. They're going to be governed not by one of their own people under the authority of Nebuchadnezzar, but under Nebuchadnezzar and the Babylonians, the Chaldeans themselves. And they're afraid of the Chaldeans. And so they're thinking, we had better flee to Egypt. So verse 42, verses 1 through 6. Then all the commanders of the forces, Johanan, the son of Kariah, and Jezaniah, the son of Hoshiah, and all the people from the least to the greatest came near and said to the Jeremiah the prophet. These are the the remnant of people that are still in Jerusalem, the people of Judah, and they're trying to figure out what to do. Let our plea for mercy come before you and pray to the Lord your God for us, for all this remnant, because we are left with but a few as your eyes see us, that the Lord your God may show us the way we should go and the thing that we should do. Jeremiah the prophet said to them, I have heard you. Behold, I will pray to the Lord your God according to your request, and whatever the Lord answers you, I will tell you. I will keep nothing back from you. Then they said to Jeremiah, may the Lord be a true and faithful witness against us if we do not act according to all the word with which the Lord your God sends you to us. Whether it is good or bad, we will obey the voice of the Lord our God to whom we are sending you, that it may be well with us when we obey the voice of the Lord our God. So this is a very good answer. These people are telling Jeremiah, go pray to the Lord for us. We want to know what his will is. Now, you remember back in chapter 41, we just read that they were intending, they'd already 
intended to go to Egypt because they're afraid of the Chaldeans, because this governor, who's one of their own people, who's maybe going to provide some cover for them, has been killed, and now they're going to have to deal with the, the Chaldeans, the Babylonian army directly. They're afraid of that, and so they're like, we're getting out of here, we're going to Egypt. Oh, by the way, Jeremiah, you're a man of God. Can you please pray to the Lord for us and find out if this is exactly what he wants us to do? And if it is or if it isn't, we will obey the word of the Lord, and may he be against us if we don't. So that's that's the right answer. And uh, we can all relate to that posture before God at different times in our lives. Lord, um, you've put this idea in my mind, you've put this opportunity in front of us, and we really want to pursue it, but we know we're supposed to pray to you and ask for your direction, and so we're going to do that, and uh, we'll obey whatever you tell us to do, whether it's good or bad. And we say that with our lips, but then what happens sometimes is what happens with these guys. And so Jeremiah prays 10 days later, he comes back and the long and the short of it is the rest of verse chapter 42 is him telling them that God said, no, don't go to Egypt, stay where you're at. And if you stay where you're at, you're going to be blessed. And if you go to Egypt, you're going to die. So verse 43, remember they said they would do whatever the Lord said, good or bad. Well, here we go. Verse 43, verses one through four. When Jeremiah finished speaking to all the people, all these words of the Lord their God, with which the Lord their God had sent him to them, Azariah the son of Hoshiah and Johanan the son of Kareah, and all the insolent men said to Jeremiah, you're telling a lie. The Lord our God did not send you to say, do not go to Egypt to live there, but Baruch the son of Neriah has set you against us to deliver us into the hand of the Chaldeans that they may kill us or take us into exile in Babylon. So Johanan, the son of Korea, and all the commanders of the forces and all the people did not obey the voice of the Lord to remain in the land of Judah. So they got the answer that they didn't want to get. God told them through Jeremiah to do the exact opposite of what they were intending to do. And even though they said, we will obey, and may the Lord be against us if we don't obey, that was all good right answers, lip service on the front end. On the back end, when they get direction from the Lord that doesn't comport with what their desires are, they're done. And so as this story goes forward, they go to Egypt and it turns out being really bad for them. So here's obviously the lesson we need to learn. We know it's the right thing to do to say we will obey the Lord, whatever the cost, whatever he calls us to. But That means that we need to obey him even when the things he's calling us to do are against our desires, against our will, against our plan for our lives. And to bring the gospel into this, because we don't want this to be just a moralistic message where we say, just try to be better, try to obey more. The truth is that all of us are stained with an inability to perfectly obey God, which is exactly the reason Jesus Christ had to come. We will not please God ultimately with our own obedience. It's a good thing to obey God because our lives will go better when we do that. But we will fail ultimately, and we need somebody who can stand in our place, who was perfectly obedient. And that person, thankfully, is Jesus Christ the one who lived a perfect life, died a sinless death and rose again so that those of us who are bad at obeying from time to time can have our track record cleaned up and can can stand holy and blameless before God, perfectly obedient because of the righteousness that Christ lived. And 
That's the gospel message in a story like this where obedience is hard to come by. The Daily Dose is a partnership between four ministries. First is Christian Crusaders, where you can find weekly 30-minute worship services at christiancrusaders.org, and where you can hear engaging interviews and other content on one of our three podcasts. Second is Fresh Wind Worship, whose weekly worship services are available on their YouTube channel, Fresh Wind Ministries, and linked to their Facebook page, Fresh Wind Worship. Third is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for our 100th annual conference on Saturday, July 31st through Saturday, August 7th in 2021. If you or someone you know could benefit from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies, our fourth partnering ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star review, and prayerfully consider financially supporting one of our partnering ministries. And check our episode notes for links and more details. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.